Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In-depth. Why China's regulators have cough medicine in their sights. Written by Jiang Ting, Fan Qiao Jia, Chen Peng Duo, and Kelly Wong. Published in Caixin Global. Narrated by Jenny McKenzie. The first time that 15-year-old Ye Lu took a dozen doses of an over-the-counter cough medicine containing DXM, he felt nauseous and dizzy and lay in bed all afternoon. He took the medication after his friends told him that a few pills would make him happy when he was feeling low. The next day, Ye took another 14 tablets. After a few more days of taking well beyond the recommended dosage of one to two at a time, he experienced the floating sensation described by his friends, and began to spend all his spare money on buying the pills, which were easily accessible from pharmacies. DXM, short for dextromethorphan, is a psychotropic substance and one that the government is trying to regulate before another pops up elsewhere. Authorities have attempted to stem the -the over-the-counter source by making DXM medicines prescription only. But supply is still easy to get offline and online, with the drug found in many cold and cough medications. Tsai Xin found that there was virtually no hurdle to buying DXM medicines at pharmacies in several cities, as staff were not aware of the regulation change made in 2021. What's more, orders were successfully placed on an e-commerce platform without uploading any medical proof. Tablets containing DXM cost between 5 yuan, that's 70 US cents, to 15 yuan for a box of two dozen 15 milligram pills and can be delivered to users' doors within a few days of purchase. The State Administration for Market Regulation is now planning to target sales on internet platforms, which remain a largely unchecked source. Abuse of various types of cough medicines has been a problem in some places for decades. Known commonly as robo-tripping in some Western countries, the abuse of DXM is generally not considered deadly, but large doses can become potentially life-threatening when mixed with other substances or alcohol. Some experts in China are advocating for a stronger response to the problem, including implementing a sweeping monitoring system to detect abuse from when new medicines enter circulation and greater support for the user's mental health. The discovery of abuse of medical drugs largely relies on data reported by medical institutions, in addition to public security and law enforcement agencies, said Shi Jie, vice director of the National Institute on Drug Dependence at Peking University. But now that many young people do not go to see doctors at all, what should we do? A lot of information is on the internet. How do we find it out? High relapse rate. National figures capture relatively little of the DXM abuse taking place, as young users' behaviour often goes undetected by the current monitoring system, including compulsory rehab institutions and opioid addiction treatment clinics. In 2019, a year after Ye began abusing the cough medicine, 
he became one of the nearly 200 DXM-addicted patients being treated at Beijing Gaoxin Detoxification Hospital. The number jumped from around 50 in 2017 and doubled again to 400 in 2021, the hospital's director, Xu Jie, told Saixin. Most of the patients at Gaoxin are around 18 years old, said Xu, and more than two-thirds were intentional abusers for non-medical purposes. The majority became addicted after learning about the drug from friends or online. Taking 1,000 milligrams, that's 40 to 60 tablets, of DXM at one time is equivalent to taking 10 milligrams of heroin, Xu said upon studying the toxicity of DXM. He also saw a relapse rate of 89% among his patients, which is similar to that of other addictive drugs, such as heroin. The World Health Organization deems DXM a safe, non-narcotic and highly effective cough reliever. However, when taken at a higher dosage than directed, it could induce dissociative effects, including impairment of the senses and an out-of-body sensation, similar to PCP and ketamine, according to the US Drug Enforcement Administration. The standard dose of DXM is 60 mg, with a maximum of 120 mg in a 24-hour period. At doses of 100 mg to 300 mg, symptoms ranging from mild stimulation to euphoria and hallucinations can occur, while at doses of 300 mg to 600 mg, dissociation can occur, according to the National Center of Biotechnology Information, a US government organization. If 600 mg or higher is taken, complete dissociation and coma can occur. Mental health connection. College student Jiang Li started taking DXM at the beginning of this year. She was diagnosed with depression five years ago, suffering insomnia and a tried non-suicidal self-harm. I always feel that society and the world don't understand me very well. I'm not that important to my parents. When I tell them that I'm sick, I don't get comfort, but blame, Jiang said. Then she came across someone describing the magical effect of DXM online. Jiang placed an order on an e-commerce platform and for her first time swallowed 16 tablets at once, making her head heavy, body light, and all the complicated feelings drift away. On the e-commerce platform, words such as powerful, accompanied with a photo of a handful of white pills and a bottle of cola, appeared in the comment section, while some asked, how many pills does it take to get high? In private online chat groups, phrases including, walking like a robot, the screen is shaking, and I can't hold my phone, popped up as users shared how they felt after taking large doses of DXM. Qin Yang, a 21-year-old medical student and DXM addict, cautioned new users in the group to consider the damage abuse could cause to their body. A user of psychotropic substances since high school, Qin began taking DXM in April and found it is possible to quickly build up tolerance. Long-term high-frequency use will continuously increase the dose of the drug that achieves the same effect, increasing the damage to the body, said Qin, who reduced how often he takes DXM from once a day to two or three times a month. The Regulation Dilemma In December 2021, the National Medical Products Administration changed DXM from an over-the-counter medicine to a prescription drug, which means users can only purchase it for medical purposes with a prescription. The new guidance also deleted the expression of long-term use does not cause addiction intolerance from the label.
at Gaoxin Hospital, the effect was immediate. So far in 2022, Xu's facility received less than 100 young DXM abusers, a significant decrease from previous years. However, many of the drug users interviewed by Sai Xin began abusing DXM this year. Consequently, the State Administration for Market Regulation has said it will tighten the loophole of online drug sales with new guidelines beginning this December, which will require users buying prescription drugs online to provide their real names. E-commerce platforms shall not provide sales services before the buyer's information is verified, the official statement said. But raising public awareness of the dangers of medicine abuse through education and publicity programmes is also needed, said Chu Xiaoguang, Deputy Secretary General of the Chinese Association of Drug Abuse Prevention and Treatment. After years of anti-drug publicity work, we now basically know that heroin and methamphetamine should not be touched, but little is known about the harm of abuse of some medicines, Chu said. It shows that our anti-drug publicity and education must be carried out on a long-term and normal basis, especially to be deepened in schools. A whack-a-mole game China already has some of the strictest drug controls in the world, with hundreds of narcotic and psychotropic drugs listed as controlled substances. In addition, there is a nationwide drug abuse monitoring system, including local compulsory rehab institutions, law enforcement agencies, methadone maintenance treatment clinics, psychiatric hospitals, and voluntary and community drug rehab centres, constantly keeping tabs on the emergence of potential new drugs being misused. However, experts, including Shi at the National Institute on Drug Dependence, worry that the system is not as effective in detecting young DXM users, whose buying channels and usage habits are more concealed than typical drug abusers. Shi believes that it is necessary to establish a real-time, multi-level detection system on psychoactive medical drugs. Monitoring of internet transactions could be especially strengthened, he added, in order to gain complete oversight of users, grasp the scale of abuse, and implement corresponding control measures quickly. After regulators tightened DXM sales for non-medical purposes, users began to discuss solutions in group chats, sharing purchase channels to stock up and looking for alternative drugs. The chats, accessed by Sai Xin, also included OD, overdose tutorials, for mixing drug combinations with new psychotropic substances. DXM is far from the first medicine to be abused and is unlikely to be the last one. DXM was in fact invented to address the abuse of codeine, a previous generation cough suppressant that has been listed as a narcotic by China since 2013. Founder of China's first youth addiction treatment centre, He Ruhui, used the analogy of the game whack-a-mole to describe the current landscape in dealing with drug abuse. When one drug is being abused, we hit one, and we just keep hitting as they keep emerging. Currently, DXM remains a non-controlled drug since its physical reaction is weak in most cases. If we classify it as a class 2, controlled substance, pharmacy sales will be equivalent to drug trafficking, said He, who is also the founder of Guangzhou Qingru, psychosomatic group. Other than implementing stricter regulations, doctors and professionals on the front line involved in the treatment of juvenile drug abuse also called for the core focus of drug abuse prevention and control to be placed on the users rather than the drugs, namely solving the issue causing emotional instability.
If the environment that causes psychological trauma and induces drug abuse cannot be changed, most users have a very high relapse rate, he told Tsai Xin. Most of the young people who medical student Qin encountered were suffering from mental health issues and said they felt trapped by family conflicts. The names of all the DXM users interviewed in this story have been changed to protect their identity.